Hey everyone, welcome to Around the Emirates podcast with Sarah Musa, where I speak to guests from across the UAE about topics you want to hear about. Today I'm joined by a very special guest, Kanessa. Hello, Kanessa. Hi. Thank you so much for having me today. It's an absolute pleasure. So for those of you that don't know, Kanessa is founder and CEO of Mulu, which is a plus-size futuristic brand for women. That's a lot to unpack in one sentence. Please, Kanessa, tell me your story of how this came to be. So um, before I start telling my story, I just like to refer myself Um of course, founder is nice, but I like to refer, I like to, when people ask me, what do you do for a living? I always tell them I'm a problem solver. That's the core of everything that, you know, I do basically in my daily life. I see a problem, I fix it. And that's basically what also happened with Mulu. So I was a plus size woman uh, six years ago. I was pregnant. And before I got pregnant, I was a power lifter. And my goal was never to lose weight. Actually, you know, if you wanted to become or be stronger, you had to gain weight. And that was actually my goal. And I went to the gym five, six times a week to, you know, I wanted to become stronger. And I was doing, yes, I know. <laughs> it's now, it's so crazy after having kids, it's unimaginable. But there was a time where I went to the gym, um, uh, let's say five times. I think that's more realistic, uh, five times a week, because I was really working on, becoming this physical strong woman I was doing you know uh deadlifts of 150 kilos and I, I wanted to work up towards up 200 kilos you know it was a lot and it but it made me feel stronger so then I got pregnant and um, I was already wearing a size extra large I was wearing leggings so I was already wearing an extra large legging then I got pregnant and I gained weight I was feeling that I was gaining weight and I told my husband, well, that's it. I don't have any sportswear after this because all the brands I wore went up to extra large. So I was like, okay, well, if, you know, I was, I, I quit the workouts, um, I think around month, the eighth month or so. And I was like, okay, if I can't find it, I might as well just make it myself because, you know, it's a problem that I'm, facing and I need to fix the issue in this case it was an issue um so I started designing I had zero literally zero knowledge of fashion the only thing I knew is I need leggings bigger than size extra large so I started uh, making some simple designs I found someone who could make them for me and basically that's it I fixed my problem and when I uh, delivered the baby afterwards I had bigger leggings I went to the gym with those and people, because the, of course the colors were bright and I was, you know, totally like it was my taste. Um, they were full of life, just like me. <laughs> so <laughs> I went to the gym with those leggings and people were like, hey, what is this? Where did you get this from? Or, you know, because usually plus size brands are not fashionable, especially back mm -hmm. then. The industry wasn't as big as it is now and still tiny compared to, you know, the other part of the fashion industry. So yeah, that's how it basically started. It was never the idea to create a brand. And before I knew it, I think it's the last one or one and a half year that or years that it turned into a brand and I took it seriously. Before that, it was really, you know, it, it was just a hobby. And, um, you know, when you start seeing all these 
because you know it was, first it was word to mouth and then it uh, turned into a webshop and uh, all of a sudden this webshop was I was only packing orders all of a sudden it was just so many so much it was so much than just you know creating leggings and selling them so I had to create collections I had to uh, do marketing I had to do PR and uh, that's basically how this whole process went and um I remember uh, I started uh, from um, still the 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 smallest size is medium. Um, although you can debate if that's plus size or not, but in some parts of the world, medium is quite plus size, uh, depending on the body frame, and it goes all the way up uh, until up to seven X, and we are actually also considering X, um, sorry eight XL. Um, and for some parts of the world that might sound extreme, but there are parts of the world like the US where it's quite common. That's incredible. So um, yeah, in short. In short, that's that's incredible. Thank you so much for, for sharing that introduction. It's um, obviously like body positivity and body image is a topic that we don't necessarily um, discuss very openly every single day in our society. I know that it's 2023 and that we are much more um, we're trying to be much more welcoming to all different shapes and sizes, but unfortunately, it's still something that is considered taboo in, in, in some parts of the world. So I know that firstly, it's incredible that you were able to start this uh, even just to solve a problem, as you said, knowing that there was something that made you feel more comfortable and therefore you chose to uh, do something different instead of just kind of sitting around and hoping for something else to appear. You took initiative and you were proactive and you thought, I'm going to find a solution to this. So having said that, do you want to talk to me a bit more about how kind of the technology element is weaved into this brand? So the technology element, um, it's a problem on its own, basically, because, um, you know, in six years, I gained a lot of knowledge, uh, but I still uh, I have problems with the, I don't want to say problems, but I have a thing. Um, when I look at the fashion industry, it's still so... Uh, basically, plus size is still non-existing in the current fashion industry, which makes mm. no sense because uh, by now, uh, especially in some continents, the majority of the population is plus size. And uh, I think Asia is the only continent that still, you know, is balancing. It's like 50-50, but people are getting bigger and bigger. But the fashion industry is not catching up to that, which makes no sense. So when you look at plus size, uh, I have to ex explain a, a little bit here, because if you have, let's say, a size small, a body frame of size small, a lot of brands basically take that small size, make it bigger and call it plus size. But it, that's not how it works. As a human body grows, the shape, the proportions are different. Because mm -hmm. if you're small, you have a certain frame um, and it basically mostly is similar to the mo to all size so, so size small in this case. So size S is you can if you're a size S you can fit in most small or size small items or clothes or pieces. But if you're an XL for example or two XL, that's not how it works. If I have something uh, with no stretch, especially two XL, if I give it to a woman that usually wears a two XL, it there's a literally 50% chance that it might not fit her. But if I give it to another woman who usually wears a two, uh, size 2XL, it might fit her because 
the body proportions are different. Some gain weight around the belly, some gain weight around the hips, some gain, you know, uh, I think we right. all, we've all seen them. Some gain around the arms. It's so different. So it's basically impossible to work with certain fabrics that have no stretch. Um, but for some reason, the well, actually the fashion industry in, in general, they don't know about this or they didn't do research about this simple fact or they just assume that oh if you're bigger you you get bigger so the size might also get bigger and you'll fit in them that's not mm -hmm. how it works so then we go to the to the problem part what is the problem in this case is usually the the fitting part because um for a plus size person it's usually impossible to buy something by looking at it it, it it's it's just unimaginable um, while now I lost a lot of weight and uh, I wear a size small, I can literally, I never fit any clothes. I can just buy a size small and I know it fits. This wasn't the case when I was bigger. So how do we fix that element? Because I am a web shop. Although I'm expanding to stores, I my core business is a web shop. So how do I fix that problem? Because I know a lot of women deal with that insecurity. Like how does, you know, yeah. how do I make sure this item fit, uh, fits me? Uh, especially if you, you know, for for some people, it might be uh, finance wise, it might be a huge chunk, you know. Um, so I thought I'm going to make an avatar, digital avatar, uh, very simple, that allows me to adjust the shape digitally. So 3D. So let's say I have a 70 centimeter arm. Or I have a, uh, I don't know, let's say my, my waist is 50 centimeters or, or 80 centimeters. I'll fill in those um, measurements digitally, like in that, in that uh, system. And the avatar will basically adjust to my measurements. And when that happens, I can actually drag the clothes on, on that avatar and I will see if this item will, will fit me or not. So it's this is a beta. We're we're testing this this idea, which means so let's say you shop on my uh, you are my web shop. You you add things in your cart, and then go to the avatar, and then just check if these items fit or not. Uh, and it doesn't have to be very complicated. You just you can see by the centimeters if 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 there's still space. Um, how do I explain it? So if this avatar is bigger than, than the actual shirt or the legging, you yeah. will know it won't fit. So that's basically how I'm trying to incorporate this new digital space into a traditional fashion store, basically. That that's incredible. I I you you have literally thought of everything that is wrong with fashion and with style, and you've put it all into one company, and you haven't even done it with like like you said like uh, like a you know in person retail outlet as of yet. That's incredible. The fact that you have thought ahead to the point of okay, if I'm the consumer and you know the clothes that I try on the, at the usual store don't fit me, what is the best way that I can make sure that what I'm buying online in the you know the current size that I am is actually going to fit me? And the fact that you have considered like the fabrics and the and and what current retailers are offering is is incredible. I mean, wow, you're you're super smart. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I, I must admit I'm not the best when it comes to marketing. 
Um, but I'm good at uh, looking at my own problems. And I think we all know what we're dealing with. And if we find a solution for it, it's like in 99% of the cases, we're not the only one. So there are other people also dealing with those issues. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, so in this, in the kind of context of what you're saying to me now um, with, with the incredible journey that you've had, what would you say has been your biggest obstacle? I think um, if I look back and if I would advise others, um, it would definitely be more, uh, it, it, it's, I feel, I feel it's two-sided here. On one side, I feel like do some more research, you know, try to, to, uh, don't be like me. I, I jumped in this, I, I was hormonal probably. And I was like, you know, I, I, I have this problem crying and I'm like, oh, I cannot go back to the gym and boom, I started this, but doing a little bit more research would definitely help me prevent a lot of mistakes and it of course cost me a lot of money uh, these mistakes I don't know why but in business mistakes cost you a lot of money <laughs> but I see them lessons and um, I'm happy and I'm very grateful for those lessons but uh, on the other side or on the other hand I feel like don't overthink uh, because I've seen people with like beautiful amazing business plans but I can tell you that it's not going to go like that. Whatever is on that paper, it's mm. not going according to plan. Uh, and that's a hard reality um, of having your own business. And of course, the the difficult times, you know, the, the, it's, it's just there's a lot, but you need those lessons. Uh, I don't want to call them struggles, but you need the 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 lessons that come out of those um issues that you're facing or will face 100%. No 100%. It's definitely like you said it's really important to make sure that you have thoroughly done your homework, right? So you're you're not just thinking like your consumer but you're also thinking what is the most feasible way to get this product across to my consumer? Uh, making sure you've taken into consideration the logistics of it, making sure you've taken into consideration the the pros and the cons. So it is really important as you said to make sure that you've done your research or else like you said it's going to cost you a lot of money. Um, but having said that, um, in, in the process of like the trial and error of, of bringing this kind of brand together, is there any kind of like funny or crazy story that you might want to share with the listeners today? Well, uh, in that case, it's more personal, I think, because I've always, always dreamt of, I, I come from a traditional family. I always uh, knew that my parents wanted to wanted me to be either a lawyer or a doctor and I said fine I'll be a doctor because I hate reading boring books uh, <laughs> so I said no I'm not going to be a lawyer um although I it, it, you know I like I like the 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 work I just don't like the, I like lawyers but I don't like the work that you need to do to become a lawyer so I said fine I'll be a doctor and they sent me to medicine school I finished my bachelor's degree and that's it I said uh, I've you asked me to do this, um, you know, you wanted me to become this doctor. I basically did whatever you asked me. Now it's time to to do something that I like. So I received my degree. I put it somewhere. I don't know where it is, but I put it somewhere. And I said, now I'm going to do, and you know, whatever makes me happy. Because let's be real, the reason why my parents, let's, nah, 
force me. I don't want to say force me, but the reason why they wanted me to become a doctor is so they can tell the rest of the family how awesome their daughter is or the rest of their friends back home, you know, in Ethiopia, how great I'm doing. But I think now looking back, they're definitely proud of, uh, they were nervous in the beginning, but, you know, they were, they always had this idea like, okay, at least you have your degree. So if it fails, <laughs> you can always go back to whatever we forced you to be. And it's true in a, in a way they're right. Um, but I never dreamt of having this traditional, you know, uh, I could be a doctor. I could have been at least, um, uh, and have this perfect family with a husband and, uh, you know, children and etc. I never dreamt of that. I never thought it was something I had to aim for. Uh, but now I have it all. I have the business. I have my husband and the kids. Um, so yeah, uh, without giving up my dreams. Uh, so and, oh, and I have the degrees, so my parents can still brag, and they I think they do <laughs> to to their friends. Wow. I just, all I can say is, wow. The fact that not only did you get to do what you wanted to do at the end of the day, and also by solving a problem that you had, but you were also able to tick that box of like, you know what? I got the degree. I knew I could do it. You knew I could do it. It's with me now. I don't know where it is, but it's where it exists. And the fact that you're Somewhere. able to, to get through all of that, that's incredible. And all I can say is I am just, you know, I, I hope that my listeners as well as I am are inspired to, to just follow our dreams and make sure that we're doing something to help people feel better about themselves and help make a positive impact in the community. Because at the end of the day, we have to help each other out and, and do whatever we can to, to make our lives as, as good as we can, I guess. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But I think it's also important to, uh, in some cultures at least, it's very important to satisfy your family uh, in, to a certain extent. I don't say you have to do everything they say, but it's very important to satisfy them as well. Because I think if I wouldn't done the university part, even I, even if I would be the next Elon Musk, they would still be like, yeah, but it's useless because, you know. <laughs> because no, never fair enough. So. <laughs> cool. Well, it's it's been so, an yeah. absolute pleasure speaking with you, Kanessa. Thank you so much for sharing your incredible story. I think a lot of us, have learned a lot today just by kind of hearing about uh, all the things that you've gone through and uh, the successes that you've been able to achieve. So a huge well done to you for, for the incredible uh, kind of achievements that you've uh, had up until now. I'm sure that when, you know, when we see Mulu in stores, we're going to be thinking of you and remembering your name. Uh, so that's awesome. And yeah, thank you so much for joining the show. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Cool. Thanks, guys. Have a lovely day and speak soon. Bye.